0: Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Please like and subscribe, or you can head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts and share those on social media. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do, so when you share, On social media, we appreciate that a great deal. We've got a big show tonight. Joe Collins, running in California's 36th congressional district, will be joining us once again. Uh, We've had Joe on the show a few times before, we always enjoy hearing from him. Um, and he's got a new opponent this time around. He's running against Tiny Hands Ted Lou before he was running against Mad Maxine Waters. So uh, he has always got people that we dislike that he's running against. Seems to be a pattern for Joe. So we certainly are wishing him luck. Looking forward to hearing what he's been up to and about his new district. I know California did a lot of uh, redistricting see if that impacted his decision to uh, change districts. We're gonna get to all of that with Joe, but before that, how are you doing tonight, Rob? Andrew, I'm doing
1: great. I'm equally excited to have Joe to come on to talk with us. As you said, we've had him on before. And there's so much that's happening, but I, I must say, I like the way you introduced uh, those, his, the people that he's running against, Tiny Hands, Ted Lou, and a uh, crazy Maxine Waters. Uh, I, 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 I never, I <laughs> never get tired of having adjectives to describe Auntie Max.
0: Yeah. Well, he must have, I was going to say, Ted must have fat fingers with those tiny hands because this guy is constantly (laughs) on social media talking trash. I think he spends more time on Twitter than working for the uh, people of California.
1: Uh, 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 Absolutely. But you know, something that I have noticed is that I haven't seen Maxine quite a bit. Where, Where is she hiding? I wonder, or is she out being fitted for a new wig or is she out, getting people to scare Republicans, because she's been quiet. And, and you know who else? Dianne Feinstein. She's been quiet also. Although I hear that Feinstein, like Biden, she's struggling cognitively, but they won't say anything about it. They'll have you to believe that she's there and she's hard at work and she's trying to get bills passed and she's doing this and doing that? Well, we can say the same thing about Joe Biden. The only sad thing about it is that we see his up front and center, and we all know that he's cognitively challenged. I mean, you have to be cognitively challenged when you think that your sister is your wife and your wife is your sister. You have to be cognitively challenged when you're going to go in and file papers to run for the presidency again. You have to be cognitively challenged when you're going to throw a party at the White House for a bill titled Inflation Reduction Act after telling the American people for almost a year that there is no inflation, there is no recession. You have to be cognitively challenged when you're gonna tell people that a man can have a baby and that men should compete against girls and we're gonna pass laws because we think that's fair and we wanna have transgender days. There's something wrong with you because if you're telling us to follow the science, And the science told us that masks don't work. The science told us that you could still get COVID, although Biden told us that he was going to stop COVID out. Andrew, you have to be cognitively challenged. But, you know, hey, who am I? I'm just, uh, you know, a podcast radio host trying to point to the American people, the corruption that their government is involved in, the collusion, the colluding, that the man at the top, President Biden, is involved in, who should, if I may add, be impeached for not protecting our borders under the Constitution. He swore an oath to protect us against foreign invaders, and he has not done that. You can't get around it. I don't care what the media says. They'll spend any little lie they spent for almost six years, Russia collusion. And there was no collusion. They're telling us that there is no border crossing. And then lo and behold, look at what happened last week. 50 illegals were sent to Martha's Vineyard and they had a connipture. Oh my God, how dare they send them here? What do you mean? I thought Massachusetts was a sanctuary state. You should welcome them with open arms. So no matter what the media says, don't believe them. Because they're full of it. I mean, and I enjoy pointing it out, that they're full of it. And I hope a lot of our listeners share this podcast when it's made available so that other people will know that they're full of it and they'd like to lie. But as I started off saying, where is Maxine Waters? She's hiding somewhere. I mean, I think she's in her 80s. Diane Feinstein is like 89. She's almost 90. Joe Biden is, I think, 78. But I, can't, I mean, these, these are some old, old people, and they can't even function. Now, moving on to Ted Liu, small hands Ted Lieu with the big fingers, who's always on Twitter. I mean, this guy is a piece of work. <laughs> he is, man, I mean, some of the things that he comes up with that he tweets out, it's just like, where, where did that come from? And, and who is he? And what side of the aisle is he on? I mean, and and why is he still in Congress, but yet still, this is California. They have the governor, Gavin Newsom, who during the COVID shutdown was out having expensive dinners. He was sending his kids to school. Gavin Newsom with these the hair moose who wants to be president, who's in a fight with the governor, DeSantis of Florida. Uh, Dude, you better step back because I don't think you're going to win that one. But hey, According to the liberal media, they'll make him out to be this person who's gonna save the world. Never mind you that he has destroyed California. Destroyed it with homelessness and with drugs. And I think by 2035, they're supposed to be get rid of all electrical, I mean, all gas cars. And just recently they're having problems with electricity whereby he was telling people conserve energy, put your thermostat at 70 degrees, but yet still you want electric cars and you wanna be president? Are you serious? I mean, these are the people that are that are pretty much running things. But I digress. I, we have someone on tonight, just in case I'm exaggerating the whole thing, Andrew. We have someone on tonight, Joe Collins, who's going to break it down to our listeners. Joe, how are you tonight? Thank you for coming on. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm I'm doing good. I'm a little I'm a little struck right now by by what you said. I'm a little. I don't know, it's, it's kind of off-putting. You said that, you know, uh, they, they gotta be, have some cognitive issues because they think that, especially with the Joe Biden family, that, you know, it, it, something about the family members, you know, and I think that in a Biden case, it, it's definitely a family thing. You know, you, you, gotta, you gotta think that his daughter, you no, know, his granddaughter in her diary said that she's been in the shower multiple times with a granddad who was Joe Biden, now, you know, quote unquote, president of the United States. So I think in, in that aspect, that's not a cognitive thing. You know, they, they really do that. He don't, he don't gotta be old or decrepit in order to, you know, do things like that. that. That guy is disgusting. Dianne Feinstein on the other hand, you know, she's struggling, she's struggling mentally. I mean, she, that's why they don't never let her do public speaking. If you notice, she don't do the news anymore. And I think it's been like 10 years, she don't do the news. Uh, She don't do any public statements. You see, when everybody in Congress gets up on a pedestal after they've been in session, Dianne Feinstein's nowhere to be found. And the reason why is because she can't remember what she was doing. And her staffer said that. I I read an article that said her staffer says that she can't remember half the things throughout the day. She doesn't even know their names.
1: (laughs) She doesn't even know their names. But I want to take a step back. You know, I I stand corrected. (laughs) I stand corrected like like you said. If he's jumping in the shower with his granddaughter, and this is according to the diary that the FBI tried to suppress, the same FBI that went to Facebook and Twitter and said, hey, by the way, there's some information that's coming out about Hunter Biden's diary. That's Russia disinformation. You want to hide that? Oh, my God. We we spoke about this last night with B.B. Diamond as to how weaponized these people have become. But hey, I'm not the only person who sees this. And I hope you guys are seeing it also. So Joe, tell us, tell us about your campaign against Ted Lieu. Why are you now going against Ted Lieu? I think it's the 36th district in California. Talk to us.
2: We got, we got redistricted out. We got redistricted out of Maxine Waters district. Last election cycle, we ran to like 50,000 uh, new Republicans. I got almost 80,000 votes, which is more votes than anybody has ever gotten running against her, uh, both Democrat and Republican. And um, I still have an election integrity lawsuit in the courts today. Like, I don't mind losing, but I mind being cheated. And, and I can tell you unequivocally that they start counting ballots at 8 o'clock, all right? And, and, I, and I know during the primary election, that guy told me, oh, these machines, because you watched the count. He said, these machines only count 4,000 ballots a minute. Um, and I'm still wondering, how is it that at 8.01, I had 4,061 ballots counted, and Maxine Waters had 118,000 ballots counted, when the machines can only count 4,000 ballots a minute. That that just that that blew my mind. And people try to say, well, they probably already counted the mail-in ballots, but well, that's illegal. The vote count supposed to start at eight o'clock. It don't start, you know, two three days prior. So there should be nobody in Congress who has uh, uh, that many votes at eight o one. If if I got four thousand votes and machine counts four thousand uh, ballots a minute, you should have four thousand votes as well. Now as time goes on and it progresses and whatnot, then. That's when a vote count should start change. But at 801, 118,000 votes, they got to miss you with that our- one.
0: Yeah. So, Joe, <laughs> tell, us, tell us about what challenges running against uh, Ted Lieu presents that perhaps you didn't have with uh, Maxine Waters. As we've talked about, Ted Lieu likes to go on Twitter and social media and talk a lot of trash. Uh, Maxine Waters is an elderly woman. She likes to talk a lot of trash as well, but not so much on social media. Um, what's the difference that you found so far uh, between running against the two candidates?
2: Well, well, one of the biggest differences is myself. You know, I had to learn a lot um, from last election cycle to this election cycle. I stopped doing so much of the rah rah stuff, the, the you know, going to the rallies and you know, saying things that trigger people. And we actually started listening to people and finding out the issues that they have, so we can come up with solutions. That that's the biggest thing. Now, the challenge is being able to talk to every single person in a district. That's what I want to do. We have seven hundred and fifty thousand people that are in this district, roughly around 500,000 people are registered to vote. So I want to talk to 500,000 people, uh, you know, on a on a regular basis and and get their input and insights. And uh, that, that's been a challenge, less talking and more listening, uh, more listening and more working. So, um, you know, other than that, I think Ted is shooting himself in the foot. The same things that he put on Twitter, he sends out a weekly newsletter uh, about the things that he's done and it, it never talks about anything that he's done. He's always you know, MAGA, Republican or Trump that, Trump this, and Trump's not even in office. I don't think the cost of living that we have right now was created by Donald Trump, the COVID lockdowns, the shutdowns, uh, making sure smaller businesses permanently stay closed. That was because of Ted Lieu and him voting 100% with with Joe Biden thinking he's doing something.
1: You're right. I, I find it interesting how they're constantly referring back to Donald Trump because they want to make this a referendum about Donald Trump because they know that they have done absolutely nothing. Why is Ted Lieu talking about Donald Trump? Why won't he talk about his governor and what his governor and he have not done for the people of California and Ted Lieu for his constituents? But they don't want to do that. They want to talk about Donald Trump because they know if we keep talking about Trump, people will get mad and they'll get angry. and They won't realize that we have completely effed up California, I mean the audacity for Newsom to think that he could possibly run for the presidency, and the media will go along with it because he has good hair, that whatever styling gel he's using makes him look great. But I'm like, <laughs> but what has the man done? I mean, like you said, you're now listening. You want solutions. What solutions do they have for the people? Uh-huh. What has Ted Lou done, besides, as Andrew said, he's always on Twitter attacking people? nonstop he has done absolutely nothing else and people can't see it so they will go in like sheepoles and vote for him meanwhile their backyard is on fire what are some of the things that you see are issues in that district that you think that can be corrected joe everything literally everything is an issue wow <laughs> uh, i mean
2: you 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 want to talk about inflation i mean like people can't buy gas for for their cars and gas prices in California are going up. And and I don't understand why people are are touting, especially liberals are touting, oh, gas prices are going down, this is huge. But it's just like, you're you're not comparing it to the way gas prices were four years ago, three years ago, five years ago. You're comparing gas prices from now to to the beginning of January. And and that's not a comparative analysis. We're not gonna celebrate $6 gas because it went down to $5.30 when gas used to be $2. You know, we, we can't celebrate that. Smash and grabs, people get murdered. And now, here's the kicker. Murder, uh, gun violence, and gang violence is not only in the inner city now. It's moving towards uh, rural California, and it's moving towards the affluent neighborhoods in California. And people are getting scared and pissed off because uh, nobody's talking about that. They want to ignore it. But you see the smash and grabs in Beverly Hills and Santa Monica, Palos Verdes. Uh, you see the homeless people taking over and, And now homeless people are getting violent. You know, you saw the Olympic athlete, the black lady, she got hit in the face with a pipe by the homeless guy uh, on the streets. I mean, it's it's getting bad. It's
1: bad. Well, smash and grab. I mean, a lot of our listeners probably are familiar with it. That's when you just go in, go to some outlet, some store, you smash the window, and then you grab whatever's there, and then you take it home, and that belongs to you. And of course, in L.A., Gavin Gascon, he's not going to press charges. He's not going to arrest you. He's so going to look the other way. And how the heck did they, weren't they successful in recalling him? I think that there were some malfeasance with the counting of those votes because this guy should have been out on his Rudy Patootie, just like the guy in Sacramento.
2: I don't get confused. it. I knew ahead, that Joe. was going to happen too. I, I knew it was going to happen when they started doing the recall, Gaston, and they were like, you got to hop on board, Joe. I'm like, I'm not doing that. You know, I got on board to recall Gavin Newsom. But I wasn't going to get on board the, the recall of Gascon because, for one, I know how the county clerks for Los Angeles County works. And two, Gascon is legitimately crazy. Like, he, he'd he go after you and your whole entire family and, and everything. There would be no recourse for that. But the good thing about Gascon being in office is that he lets criminals out of jail. He doesn't punish them. And then the criminals go right back to the inner city. So I think that gives us a, a precedence to to win. It, it tells people in inner city, you know, this guy's a Democrat. He's a liberal. All the Democrats are supporting him and he letting criminals out of jail, you know, and and they're coming back to our cities, creating more violence. So I think that gives us a great avenue to win. We we as Republicans just got to stop trying to save everybody. And and people got to feel the consequences of the decisions that they make. And we got to capitalize on that without trying to save everybody at the same time.
1: I'm glad you said that because I've been saying that on this show. I've been saying the exact same thing that. Until these people, until it affects them directly, until it affects their lives, their loved ones, until they're killed, they're harmed, they're stolen from, that's the only way that's going to wake them up. We can't save everyone. We would want to, but we can't. And Andrew, I know you're getting ready to come in and chime in on this also, because we've spoken about this on all of our shoes. And I've even said, hey, let it hit them. I don't want harm to come to them. But until they snap out of this malaise that they're in thinking, oh, well, but we want some people, we want fair and equity, fair and equity, (laughs) almost said a nasty word, look beyond that, because people are dying on the streets. And we've got to stop it. Go ahead, Andrew.
0: Yeah, very valid points. And if you vote Democrat, this could be coming to a city near you. We're here with Joe Collins, who got more votes against Maxine Waters than anyone else has ever gotten. And we'll be back on After Dark with Robin Andrew. On America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, we're available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with After Dark with Robin Andrew and special guest, California congressional candidate, 36th Congressional District, Joe Collins.
3: Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life the average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Rx, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Surely, if you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. So you can listen in on our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and Justice for All. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation supported, faith based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time.
1: So guys, we're back and we're having a great conversation with Joe Collins and I almost forgot that we would have to go on a commercial break because I was just going nonstop. But something I want to get in, because this is the last segment Joe's going to be on. And I want to talk about a Facebook post posting that I saw and let him explain it to you. Now, something that he said during the last half hour that caught my attention was about Gavin Gascon. Now, there's no love lost between myself and Gavin Gascon. Thank God I'm not in LA because he would probably come after me. But come after me. That's the thing that I'm concerned with. Because it seems as if though if you go after this guy, you call him out, (laughs) <laughs> you better look out because someone's going to knock at your door. Does that sound familiar? Think about the FBI. Think about what Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray, Christopher Ray, are doing to parents in America that are challenging them. If you challenge the curriculums at school, the FBI might come knocking at your door. If you challenge Dr. Fracci, and where is he now? But if you challenge him about COVID, they'll say that's different information, disinformation have the social media to shut them down, and have the FBI to pay them a visit. So is this the same thing that Gascon is doing if you talk against him, if you challenge him, if you say we want a recall that he's going to come knocking at your door? I don't know, but it could be. And if that's the case, that is wrong. But you see, when you're living in the world of the Democrats, anything goes. It's okay. Who's going to hold them accountable? When the Department of Justice has been corrupt, it has been compromised. Christopher Wray is crump- compromised. Merrick Garland is compromised. Now, they might come knocking at my door any moment now. I don't care. I'm willing to give my life for my country. I'm not ready to die yet. So please don't take me out. I'm not ready to go. But that leads me to my next topic. The other day, I read on your Facebook, Mr. Collins, something, something similar. That if you were to go out or something like that, you didn't do it. Please explain what you meant by that, Joe. Well, um,
2: I am running against a, an entrenched Democrat in California's 36th district. And uh, basically what I meant was, you know, somebody had tampered with, with my vehicle. Um, I got in my car and all of the lights came on. And I thought that was extremely odd. And then my, my engine oil light came on. And that's what gave me suspicion. Um, and, and I go check my engine oil. I pull a dipstick out and I have literally like no oil. Uh, in my truck and I look under the truck and there's oil uh, everywhere on the, under the truck. And then I see the bolts on the axle are unscrewed and they're, they're hanging off as if someone tried to accident me. And uh, I just wanted people know, uh, I wanted people to know that if something happened, that it, w- it was not an accident and, and to look into it.
1: See, this should not be happening. This is in America. I have no reason to doubt what you're saying. And let's say that, okay, it so it just happened. Yeah, but why did it happen? I don't trust mm-hmm. the Democrats. I don't trust them at all. Because we, look at what happened in, in Washington, whereby, was it? Is it Washington I think? Whereby a journalist was killed by a Democrat because he exposed an affair that this guy was having and he was running for office. And you know what the guy did? The bugger went out and dressed like a woman and killed the journalist. Wow. And you know what else? They weren't gonna arrest him. He was out on the lane. And they were saying, wait a minute, what happened here? And the media, they said nothing about it. They looked the other way because he was a Democrat. You can't harm Democrats, oh no. But finally, justice caught up with him and they arrested him. The last I heard, he was still in jail, but it's only a matter of time before they're gonna let him out. Now think about this. A journalist exposed this Democrat and his affair. He lost his election. He got mad and went and killed the journalist and no one was going to say anything about it. Mm -hmm. Think of all the times that the Democrats were lamenting about Saudi Arabia and the journalists that they're killing. and We need to do something about it, although it was none of our business, but here on our own soil.
0: Yeah. His name was Robert Tellis, and it happened in Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: There you go. Las Vegas, Nevada. I said Washington, but it was Las Vegas, Nevada. Pretty close but can you imagine? So what, you, what happened to you, Joe? I don't blame you. I would be concerned
0: because you never know
1: what these people are capable of. And has anyone, has the law, has, has anyone contacted you to say, hey, let us, let's look into this?
2: No, not, not in the least bit. Like trying to file a police report has been the hardest thing I've, I've ever tried to do with this situation because you, know, you call the police station and say, oh, well, you gotta file your report online. You go online. It says, "Oh well, you're in politics. You gotta actually call to the station," and so it's it's been it's been a pain, you know, trying to get this police report filed uh, for just just for it to be documented. And I ain't even asking it to do nothing. Like, please, document it and you know, we'll we'll go from there. But uh, oh, what can you do?
1: They don't care because you have the R behind your name, and as far as you are concerned, they don't care. And I remember you coming on once before, and you said, "Look." I'm looking at Democrat voters. I'm looking at Republican voters. I want to get this country right. I want to get my district right. But see, the Democrats don't play that way. If you don't dance to their tune, to their beat, to their drama, huh? they don't oh, care really? about you. They don't want you. And here's the other kicker. OK, you're a black man. And because you're a black man, what they are behind your name, oh, they certainly don't care about you. As far as yeah. you're concerned, you're a white supremacist. We don't care about him. They will call you everything. Look at Joy Reid. I mean, she will sit up and will call you everything in the book, and they'll give her a pass they call yeah, you have behind you. Oh, oh my gosh, she's disgraced. Is she and Tiffany Cross? It's like, yes, are you serious? <laughs> no, no, Let me ask you this. <laughs> Go ahead. I was, I
2: was on, uh, I was on a show with Tiffany Cross before, and I think this was, uh, this was last year. And she was trying to say that, you know, COVID doesn't affect people outside. I mean, it was the dumbest argument that I've ever heard anybody say. And I tore her up on that argument and she got extremely triggered and started yelling uh on, on on a TV show. Tiffany Cross is a joke, man. She is she is not <laughs> smart. And I think people like just because a, a woman is pretty, they they automatically give them credence or precedent for the things that it's saying. It's like, no, that's that's not the case. We gotta look beyond a beauty and start actually deciphering what these people are saying. You know, uh, yep. she said that COVID, you couldn't catch COVID if you were outside in a crowd, but if you're inside in a crowd, you can catch COVID. I'm like, that's stupid. That's, <laughs> I, I've never heard anything so stupid in my entire life.
1: You know, like you said, but see, they're looking at the beauty and they'll allow her to say, I'm, I'm surprised she even has a show on. I'm like, there are much better, brighter women than her. If you want to get a black woman, there are a lot of other black smart women that are out there. She and Joy Reid, they ain't it, not at all. But yet well, still, here they are because they talk the talk that they like. They talk all of this craziness, all of this nonsense. Now, what are your thoughts on your governor, Newsom? That was another one. I thought they would have been successful with the recall, but they weren't. And now this guy, is, is anyone running for him, running against him? Is he up for election this November cycle? Yeah, Brian Dolly running against them, but I don't, I don't think
2: they got that much of a chance to beat Gavin Newsom, especially in California. Here's the biggest issue with the Republican Party. They're, they're not inclusive. The Republican Party doesn't reach out to, you know, uh, not, not communities, but areas, um, not only within the state, but throughout the United States that are heavily dense populated areas that would be considered a Democrat stronghold. You know, uh, Los Angeles County has 13 million people. It has 2 million Republicans in, in Los Angeles County. Um, and then you have people who don't want to be Democrats, but they're on a the fence, you know, sway anyway. And you have Democrats who only are Democrats because that's what they're uh, born to be. But if they hear something better, they're going to jump ship. Republicans don't they don't advertise there. They don't go to these areas. and say, oh, well, it's heavily Democrat." or so we can't go there. We can't win. We're not going to support anybody there. That's what happened with the Gavin Newsom recall. See, people go all outside of the major cities to all the conservative areas where you know you're going to get that vote when they should be campaigning and advertising in heavy populated areas like Los Angeles County, San Diego County, Sacramento County, places where you have upwards of over three million people. They, they don't do that. I think that's a failing strategy. I think it's a cowardice strategy. And you know, unfortunately, Gavin Newsom is going to win again. Uh, however, he is the best that the Democrat Party got. I mean, you look at these candidates that the Democrats have, whether it be in Congress or senators; they're all trash. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders—he's extremely geriatric. Um, you know, you you got Kamala Harris; she's about as ignorant as as you can get. Joe Biden, who's teeter tottering between uh, kicking a bucket and 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 trying to put together a sentence—they don't have any great people. It's either Gavin Newsom or that mayor from, from New York. That's the best they have. Even Stacey, Stacey Abrams, a lot of people taught her and bring, bring her up as if she's this great messiah, but she's garbage as well. They don't, Democrats don't have a, a great lineup right now. Pete Buttigieg, nobody want him. How are you going to have President Buttigieg? It's not, not going to work for America.
1: Well, you know, even here, uh, New York, the mayor, Eric Adams, I mean, he thinks he's a uh, Presidential material, he and Bill de Blasio, but they're not presidential material. They're complete failures. Bill de Blasio destroy the city. Eric Adams, I mean, he has the opportunity to turn things around, but he won't do it. He's too woke. He's working under the assumption that if I stay woke, I will have all these woke white liberals supporting me. I'll have the soccer moms in suburbia supporting me. And this is what I would say to black people you are a majority of the population and a lot of these cities. And you're being affected, impacted by a lot of these policies. Look at the crime. You're being impacted. Look at Chicago. There is no reason why Lori Lightfoot should be in office. Like you said, Los Angeles, you have a huge Hispanic community that's there. We've had candidates to come on here. And they said the same thing about the Republican Party not being inclusive, because they have the tunnel vision, not willing to put the effort and say, hey, this is for the future. Let's support these candidates. If Ronald Reagan was able to do it, why can't we do it now and i have to be reminded that when reagan ran for the presidency as that how he was able to win all 50 states and he told the folks to stop counting in minnesota so that walter mondale wouldn't be embarrassed can you imagine if we were able to pull that off again it can't happen ronald reagan and they also said that he was a racist I was a child. And I remember them saying, he's a racist. He's a racist. And of course, I thought the same thing. He was a racist. Never mind you that he did a movie, that Time for Bonzo. That was one of the best movies ever. I love that movie to this day. It was hilarious. And I'm like, this is a guy they said was a racist simply because he didn't believe somebody. He didn't share their ideology. But when you don't share the ideology of the left, you automatically become a racist. You're a racist because they know that that will stop you dead in your tracks. But the Republican Party has got to wake up and push back and start fighting for a lot of these areas. There is no reason why Maxine Waters pushing 90, Dianne Feinstein pushing 90 should still be in office and you have all these young and up and coming candidates. I mean, if Republicans don't start working now, I mean, Democrats are going to completely take over with their socialist ideas. And as you said, Newsom, I mean, I guess he's the best out of the lot. And they're looking at maybe he could save the party because we all know that Kamala Harris, who is just as she's I think she's dumber than uh, Tiffany Cross or they're about neck and neck. If we were to have an IQ challenge, I wonder who would win. Because, man, I'm telling you, those two. and, And the only reason why that they're there, I'm just going to be honest. Is because of identity politics, yeah. because they otherwise they would not be there. Yeah. I mean, they throw can't in. make complete synthesis. Go ahead, Andrew.
0: Uh, throw in uh, Karen Jean-Pierre, if you want to talk oh um, unqualified God. people in a spot they shouldn't be in. I mean, that woman, she's just a poster boy for um, being picked based on your race and being a lesbian. That seems to be the only reason she was picked for that spot, because she is completely in over her head every time she gives a White House press briefing.
1: And yet, and still, they will give Winsome Sears no credit at all. It's as if, though, she doesn't even exist. And that's what the media wants you to think, that there are no conservative women out there. There are no conservative Black men that are out there. So we're not going to give people like them any attention at all. Joe Collins, shh, we're not going to mention him. He's just an afterthought. So we're going to give it all to Ted Lieu, who runs his campaign on Twitter. It's like, are you serious? What has he done for you lately? And as you said, Joe, there are a lot of problems with his district. But will he identify them? Will the media point them out? No. And then when you try to do it, they will shut you down. And who knows? They will probably come after you. So what is what? What one name? One thing that you want people to know in his district that needs to be changed, and that you could affect that change. Uh, One thing I want people to know
2: is that if we don't switch out the politicians that are in this district, uh, the 36th district will be the new 43rd district. And the 43rd district is is riddled with crime, violence, poverty, poor education, no jobs, no opportunities. And that's what our district in the 36th is slowly becoming. Um, We we have to start putting policies in place so we can get rid of the homeless and have one. A policy for that so we can start improving our uh, district infrastructure so we can bring uh, finance and funding back to our businesses. We can improve our education. Uh, If you go to joconsforcongress.com, I just released my education initiative, which is wonderful. It talks about supporting the teachers, increasing pay by 25%. It also talks about increasing funding, uh, not only for schools to rebuild the schools, but for special education programs. These are the people that, that are not talked about. Um, on, on a regular basis. But I mean, overall, we just, we need new leadership uh, in our district. And, and, you know, if we don't vote Ted Lou
1: out and, and get some new leadership in, and we're going to be in a world of hurt in the future. What is the makeup of the district? Is there like, is there a makeup? Has anyone looked at it? Is it like predominantly African-American or black, not African-American, black American? Is it predominantly Asian, Hispanic? Uh, is there a breakdown of the voting population there?
2: Yeah, 62% white, 14% black, 14% Hispanic. I uh, know it's 4% black, 14% Hispanic, 16% Asian, mm-hmm. and then uh, 2% other. So how,
1: how long has Lou been in office? Uh, I
2: think
0: about ago? 14 years. Oh, my God. Is, is he even <laughs> uh, campaigning this time around, or is he just gonna, pretty much taking it for granted that uh, he'll be voted back into office?
2: I think he's, he's been on social media a lot. So if that's what he considers campaigning, then great. You know, stay on social media, stay out the streets, and let me and my campaign get into it.
1: For, for 14 years, and the only thing this guy, the only thing I can remember him saying is, impeach Trump. Trump is a racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's all he has. And again, for those soccer moms that are out there that are thinking, oh, he's supporting us. No, he's not. The only thing he wants from you is your vote. Once he gets your vote, it's going to be shut up, do as I say. I can handle this. Basically. 14 years. It's like, folks, you, you're not supposed to make a career out of this. You go in, you do what you need to do, and then you back out. And I remember again, you said this on one of our shows. You want to go in, you want to clean up house, you're not going to try to make this a living. It's like, I need to do what I need to do and come out. And we need new blood. You mentioned education. Look at our education system, it's all screwed up. Look at the homelessness all over the streets. Look at the drugs and, and people they behave as if they're, oh, it's okay. The fentanyl that's coming out across the border, border crisis. Look at that. I mean, yeah, just it's just bursting at the scene. Right. Transitory. But no <laughs> one wants to look at it. And Mr. Liu, what is his solution for it? What is he going to do besides get on Twitter and say, well, this is Trump's fault. Oh, well, this is Trump. Okay. Let's say that it is. What are you going to do to correct it, sir? He doesn't have an answer, and people aren't holding him accountable, and that is the reason why these failed policies keep going on and on and on. And as I said, I I still cannot believe that the support that they have for him and then for all these other politicians who you don't see them, unless you're looking at social media, because they don't have a plan. They always want to turn it back to Trump. What about the crime? What are you going to do about the crime? You don't want crime out there. But what is Ted going to do? He will not address those issues because he's afraid. No, will you guys have a debate, Joe? Like Joe got kicked out. He had some problems with his mic, but he's coming back on now. And uh, so as he gets back on, one of the things I want to find out is that, will they have a debate? Because we see right now that a lot of Democrats don't want to debate the Republicans, Joe. I know you had some problems getting back on, but are will you and Ted have a debate at some point?
2: I have, I have no clue. I want to debate Ted Lou. I would love to do it, but I don't think he's going to show up. Just like Maxine Waters didn't show up. Um, intellectually and mentally, I, I destroyed Ted Lou in a debate.
1: Well, we see right now across the board that a lot of these Democrats, they are trying to take a play out of Joe's playbook, a page out of Joe Biden's playbook by not debating. We're just going to lay low. We'll let them keep asking. We'll tell them we'll do it. We'll do it. And again, the dishonest media will not call them out and say, hey, you need to debate. Just recently, they called out John Fetterman and say, dude, you need to debate him. But don't think that they're behind Dr. Oz because they're not. They're just putting this out there to make people think he's going to do it because they're now doing early voting this week. So I would be interesting to see if Ted Lieu would actually debate you. And he'll probably say, oh, I don't have time for it. But the people need to know where you stand. See, they want to stay silent. They don't want to get out there. But you're ready and able to debate him, aren't you? Yeah, anytime, anyplace, anywhere. It doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. But let's
0: see. Andrew, do you think he'll do it? Highly unlikely that uh, Ted Liu will debate just like it's highly unlikely that a lot of these other Democrat candidates will debate but we're up on a break. Thank you so much, Joe Collins for joining us once again tonight to support his campaign you can go to Joe 3com that's Joe Collins and the number three.com to support his campaign. We appreciate him coming on as always looking forward to November, seeing what happens with his race and all the other races around the country. If you're looking for better sleep, focus and energy, check out healthy cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health, healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper and stay younger, longer. And for the first time, you can save 25% off healthy cell with the code out loud. So go to HealthyCell.com. And use the code out loud, and you can save yourself 25% off. We'll be back with more after dark. It's Robin Andrews.
3: Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off and today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, Amino acids and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to healthycell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. Healthycell.com code OUTLOUD. Healthycell.com code OUTLOUD.
0: You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew and we just spoke with guest Joe Collins who's running for California's 36th congressional district and uh, I thought Joe had a great appearance he had a lot to say about uh, his race running against Ted Lou now um, he was redistricted so he's no longer running against Maxine Waters and it sounds like uh Joe is in just a massive congressional district, so he's got to get a lot of votes. As he mentioned, he got 80,000 votes back in 2020, which is very impressive, um, running in such a blue district like he did. And here he is at it again. And uh, I think he's got the right approach. He's not going to focus too much on uh, the Republican, Democrat shenanigans. And he's just going to try and lay out his policies and uh, see what voters he can appeal to. Uh, I thought Joe is right on the money. Rob, what were your thoughts?
1: I agree also, right on the money. And you've got to find a way to counter your opponent, especially when the opponent isn't playing fairly and the opponent is trying to avoid you. He ran against Maxine, and we saw some of the things, that, the shenanigans that she was pulling. But as I said, Andrew, I find it interesting that we have not heard from her. I mean, has she been abducted by aliens or something? I mean, usually she would be <laughs> out there front and center, especially with everything that's going on. She said nothing about Trump and the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago. She said nothing about the illegal aliens being dropped off. She's complete. I'm like, where is she? Now, as Joe said, we know that Dianne Feinstein, she's struggling. I mean, they have her under lock and key because they're afraid that she might say something that she shouldn't say. And see, that's wrong. That should not be happening. We should know the condition of our leaders. But, you know, the folks in California, they're not going to say anything. They're almost clueless. But if this were a Republican, highly, highly ranked Republican, you would have every state representative and everyone say, oh, where is he? We, we need to see him. What is he doing? He's not saying anything.
0: Yeah, they shouldn't have to build an assisted living uh, community in Washington <laughs> D.C. for our elected representatives, but it looks like that's about where we're at with uh, some of these people in their age. I mean, like you mentioned, Dianne Feinstein, almost ninety years old. Uh, Joe Biden's over eighty years old. I mean, these people are old, 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 and here they are getting elected to office. It makes you wonder.
1: It does make you wonder. Were they elected? Or was there some nefarious activity taking place? And I got to say this also. I mean, uh, we know that last week the queen died and they had her uh, funeral earlier this week. But Andrew, she died. She was 95 years old. And the last time we saw her, she was welcoming in the new prime minister. And she still seemed to have all of her faculties. And this was like two days before she died. Joe Biden, the last time I looked, I don't, I mean, he looks like he's at death's doorstep. But this guy is cognitively challenged. Diane Feinstein, she's about to turn 90, and she's definitely cognitively challenged. Maxine Waters is in her late 80s, and we know how she gets confused. She'll say that someone is president, they're not president. So it's like, what's going on here? Why are they hiding these people from us? There are some huge issues. And look at Patrick Leahy. I think this is his last year. He's going to step down next year. What's taking him so long? Why is he still there? Well, some would say, well, look at President Trump. He's in his late 70s. and You guys want him to run again. Yeah, let's look at him. And apparently he's not cognitively challenged because if he were, the media wouldn't be after him as much as they are now because they know that he's not cognitively challenged. They know that this man is the Energizer Bunny. He gave a rally this past weekend. And look at the people that were at that rally, Andrew. I don't know if you saw it or not, but he had a full house So it begs a question or it takes you back to 2016 during the inauguration. And they were saying that no one came to the inauguration. And here's the feel, you see that there was no one there. Okay, so, and I guess they were saying that because they were trying to say that no one really voted for him. They didn't want him to be president. But how is it that this man is filling all these arenas? Do you hear the media do the comparison and contrast as to when he was elected during the inauguration? how many people were there compared to he's not in office now, but he can still pull a crowd compared to Joe Biden. He's in office. And whenever he shows up, like only like 20 people, if that show up, no comparison, the media won't even touch. it. And then you guys want to say, huh, the media is fair. They're so biased. They're so compromised. It's not even funny. So I wish Joe all the luck in the world. Because you know they're not going to be truthful. And they're going to pretend as if though he doesn't exist. They're going to pretend as if though Ted Lieu does not have a candidate running against him. The same way they did Maxine Waters. And as he said, he still has a lawsuit going against her. Because of the voting uh, uh, irregularities, irregularities, I can barely speak now, that were taking place. And I would venture to say the same thing would happen to Ted Lieu. And that's the reason why Ted Lieu hasn't even acknowledged him. Now, if you were to see that the numbers were like getting kind of close, oh, wait, wait a minute. Where's the media? You guys need to talk about this.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, there was a time in the country where Ronald Reagan won every state, and it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was the 80s. It's what, 35, 40 years ago. And now we have so many candidates like Ted Lieu who don't even bother to leave the House to campaign. It's like they feel so emboldened and so confident that their district's just gonna vote blue no matter what crap they throw out, that they don't even have to campaign. We saw the same thing with Joe Biden. President Trump was out doing rally after rally after rally, going to city after city. Um, I think he did like five rallies on the last day before the election while Joe Biden just sat in his basement in Delaware and did absolutely nothing. And uh, it's just a really sad to me that we've come to this point in our country where these Democrat politicians have such a big advantage, they don't even need to campaign. I mean, Rob, don't you agree with me that this is just really sad more than anything that we see these Democrats who are so unthreatened because of the status quo in their districts that they're not even bothering to campaign. And it's going to be great when it finally does catch up to them and more and more of the American people wake up.
1: Right, and it's gonna catch up with them and it will catch up with them. But it is astonishing how they don't even feel the need to come out and debate. And the media is giving them cover. I mean, as I mentioned, John Fetterman, look at John Fetterman. When Dr. Oz was saying he needs to come out and debate, the media started saying, oh, he's making fun of him. He's picking at it. I mean, And you saw this on Twitter, you saw it on uh, social media and they were saying, oh, he's got the best of Dr. Oz. He's got the best. It's like, but he's saying, okay, why don't you debate me anytime, anywhere, debate me. Why won't you debate me? And the media was like, oh, forget about it. Don't worry about it, which is what Ted Lewis is doing. He doesn't want to debate. He doesn't feel the need to debate. And why should he if the media is going to give him cover? Now, I heard the other day that you have John Newsom who's saying that he wants to debate Ron DeSantis. Now It's like, well, I don't know why you need to debate him because you guys aren't running for office unless you're, he's trying to set this as, as a prequel to, you see, I'm going to run for president. I want you guys to see what's going to happen. But I would venture to say that if Ron DeSantis were to say, okay, let's debate, That Gavin Newsom would say, oh, oh, I've got something else to do. What else do you have to do? Continue destroying California, making it the worst place to live. And just speaking of making it the worst place to live, I want to just touch a little bit on Make America Great Again, MAGA. It stands for Make America Great Again. And for people to say that that is a racist statement and you can't say it. And it started back in 2016. I remember some commentator, Angela Rye on CNN, fake news network, that's just really struggling at this moment. She came out and said that when she hears Make America Great Again or she sees that, that cap, it triggers her. It's like, woman, you need to see a doctor and not a liberal doctor. You need to see a psychiatrist because if that triggers you and what was happening during the spring and summer of 2020, 2021 didn't trigger you, whereby buildings were being destroyed, cities were being destroyed, that didn't trigger you. Like, what is your problem? And I had mentioned this the other day about cities that are being destroyed and how companies are leaving these cities like Chicago and going to places like Texas and Florida. So they're leaving Chicago. I think Boeing is thinking about leaving Chicago for North Carolina. Now, think about this, Andrew. If these companies do leave, they're leaving behind a huge population of Black people that won't have jobs. Look at what happened to Detroit. Detroit was a once-bustling city. Hitsville, Motown, car dealerships, galore. Little by little, the criminal element destroyed it. And those companies left or downsized. Who was left behind? Black people and poverty. You now look at Detroit. It's not the crown and jewel that it used to be. Chicago is on its way to being the same way because of mere Lightfoot, and we're going to have a show about that because people need to wake up and see what's happening. You look at California. I say that to reference California. Gavin Newsom, he's destroying the state. He's destroying with the criminal element, with homeless people. Why would you want homeless people camping out in front of businesses? And then you want to tell people to come back to work? And the time is getting ready to change. It's going to start getting dark early, Do you actually think people want to come back to work? And as Joe said, these homeless people, they rule the night. They're vicious. They're mean. They're attacking people. And people will say, oh, well, you know, they're mentally ill. Okay, they're mentally ill. Then lock them up. Why should I have to lose my life over it? Look at what happened in in Tennessee with the school teacher And the media, they just played down it. They didn't want to talk about it because the guy happened to be black and the woman killed was white. Again, soccer moms, they don't care about your life. If you're killed, the media couldn't care less. They'll just say, one less Karen that we have to deal with. You folks better get to those polls and you better turn out and you better vote red like it was no tomorrow. You better vote red because your life depends upon it. You better turn out people like Ted Lou and say, uh uh, we don't need you here anymore because you will destroy us. You will kill us with your policies. They will, they will kill you and think nothing of it. So you better run to the polls, but that's what it has come to. I mean, and then when he brought up, Joe mentioned about what happened to his truck. I'm not at all surprised. I have no reason to doubt what he's saying. I have no reason to doubt because Democrats do not play fair. As we mentioned, look at what happened to the journalists in Las Vegas, Nevada. They don't play fair. And they don't care. And the law will protect them. The law will shield them and their criminal activities. They don't care about the law-abiding citizens. Look around you. Look at New York. This weekend, more violence. And there was a guy who attacked another man with a matchup. Now, why aren't they saying, we need to ban all matches? We need to ban all knives. No, nope. only when a gun is involved, they want to ban that. Because they know if we ban it, if we take away the guns from the law-abiding citizens, the people who don't obey the law will have the upper hand. And what else can these people, will, what else will they do? You see where I'm going with this? And, and Joe even said that he decided, I'm not going to get into this fight with Gascon because this man will come after you. He's been dicted. Now he alluded to it, but I believe it. I believe that he would do it. He would turn his back If he were to see criminal activity happening to a Republican, oh, I don't care. Don't worry about them. This is where our justice system has got. And who's at the top? Democrats. Who's responsible? Democrats. But they will try to say that it's Republicans. No, it's not us. We are law-abiding. We love the law. We want to protect law-abiding citizens. But unfortunately, Democrats don't. They don't care about you. That is the reason why they want to get back in office and to stay in office, and they want to shut down every avenue that Republicans have to say, no, we need to protect our citizens, but they don't care. So what will they do? They will shut us out. They will shut us down so that our voices can't be heard. Andrew, it's wrong, and again, people better get to the polls and they better vote like it's you no know, tomorrow because your life is dependent upon it.
0: That's right. we're coming up just a little more than a month and a half away from these midterms. So make sure you get out and vote and vote red all the way down the ballot. Even if you have to hold your nose and vote for a rhino if he's on the ballot, you got to vote for him. Uh, you got to just vote straight Republican. We can't afford to let any of these Democrats stay in office. Thank you so much to Joe Collins for joining us tonight. Support his campaign. Go to joecollins3.com. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to americaoutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio we'll see you guys next time and remember stay in for something or fall for nothing